That's right. What is up, my babies? You sexy babies. It is good to be here. Woo! Sarah B. Show. Welcome to it. Um, Things are going great so far. Uh, I'm so happy I finally took the plunge and... Uh, and did this podcast again. I'm having the best time doing it. I'm getting such a great response from you guys. You know, there's the occasional troll or two, which when is there not in this business? Um, (laughs) Radio, podcasting, anything entertainment where you put yourself out there, you're always making yourself vulnerable and having some trolls. Why not? You know, what would be the fun of everything going right and everyone (laughs) being nice all the time, right? If everything went right all the time, I think life would just get boring, right? You have all the happiness, all the support, all the money. Life is good. And then you'd just probably be bored. But that is not the case. Um, I don't I don't know if anybody has it that good. If you do hit me up, I would love to hear about it. <laughs> um, and speaking of extra money, um, that's what this episode is all about. All those little extracurricular jobs, extracurricular... Blah, blah. That's a hard word. Extracurricular. Especially after having an espresso. My mind is buzzing. My lips are buzzing. Sounds weird. Anyway, this episode is all about what I've been doing lately uh, to make some extra money and something that you probably uh, fear. You know, the greatest fear as a parent, the greatest fear as a boyfriend. Uh, This girl, your girl, Sarah B, got an OnlyFans. guys. So uh, let's get right into it, shall we? I've been doing a couple of things lately to supplement some extra income, if you will. Um, You know, everybody has bills to pay. Uh, Radio is a great job, but I could definitely use more money. Sometimes I wish I would have done my like, I don't know, I was going to say my original dream of wanting to be like a marine biologist. I really don't know how much money a marine biologist makes or what they... I guess even do, I guess it depends on the job you do. That's how much money you make. Sometimes I wish I would have gone into technology. Um, my whole family and some of my closest friends work in technology and God, they make bank. But I will say they work all the time. They're super stressed, you know? So it's like, I don't know. I sometimes feel like you have that like half and half thing. Like, you know, would you rather be broke, but love your job and, and be chill? Or would you rather be super rich and completely cushioned comfy with your money situation, but like hate your job or be super stressed, you know, I guess it kind of balances out sometimes because as much as I I, I love my job, I'm so, so lucky. It's hard to even call my job a job. Like it's so fun. I go and sit in a chair for like four hours a day and talk in a microphone and like am inappropriate and talk shit to everyone. (laughs) Like it's awesome. And I get paid for that. It's great. And all the little perks that come with it are awesome. But, um, you know, money is, if you don't handle your money as well, or, you know, have a second or third job or, you know, supplement that, you're going to be worrying about money. So you have the stress of worrying about money and how you're going to pay for everything. Uh, so I guess, you know, the stress of that equals the stress of uh, <laughs> working a lot and having a crazy job. So I don't know. I guess in the end, it all balances itself out. But uh, yeah, money is crazy lately. I mean, as we know, COVID happened and then the economy is crazy. Prices on everything, the inflation has just raised like insanely. Um, some jobs have started paying more, not all of them. And, you know, then you have your people who are like, nobody wants to work. But then it's like people got so used to staying at home or making money in different ways instead of going in all the time and, you know, getting underpaid. And they're like, wow, I really know my worth now kind of thing. So and, you know, don't get me wrong. Some people are just lazy. There is that, too. <laughs> but it's uh, it's just a different world out there. But um, yeah, I just I, I genuinely believe that, like, if I was not in a relationship right now, that I would not be able to live by myself. I really don't 
think I could. You know, I, I think back to the old days. Um, and by old days, I mean, I guess like maybe 2015 or so. I guess about like, God, it's happened eight years, eight years ago. I was working like four jobs at one time. I was working for the Lexenteri radio show. That was my main gig. I also was working in the front desk at a yoga studio, which was super fun. I've never been a yoga fan. I like doing it as in like, I like the feeling it gives me afterwards. Like, like you really genuinely go in there and, and for an hour, however long your class is, you, you literally concentrate on exactly what you're doing, the poses you're doing, you know, contracting and stretching different muscles and like your breath, your breathing, you concentrate on that like the most. And so before you know it, an hour is gone and like you haven't thought about anything except for exactly what you're doing in that moment. That is like literally the ultimate definition of being grounded and being present in that moment, like true meditation. And, uh, and you just feel so good after, like if I was ever feeling stressed or depressed, like that would work for me. I hate yoga. I hate it. I hate it so much. I think it's so boring. And I'm never like, yeah, let's get a yoga bra. Like, no. But after yoga, I feel like a million dollars. So to me, that is definitely worth it. But anyway, I digress. I worked at a front desk at a yoga studio and I hardly ever did yoga even there, even though I got it for free. Uh, but it was such a cush job too. I literally worked the front desk, uh, just checked people in, answered the phone when it rang, which was rare. I did the laundry and I got to be in charge of the radio. So I put on whatever weird ass music I wanted to listen to. And it was just a vibe. Like I loved it. They had a little calendar book there. Any days you didn't want to work, you would write your name on. You had it off. No questions. Uh, it was great. So anyway, I did that. I did Lex and Terry radio. I also was hosting, um, like an on-field host or MC for the Frisco Rough Riders, which is a baseball team, minor league. They fed up to the Texas Rangers where they still do. I just don't work there anymore. So that was super fun. I did that for one or two seasons and, um, I was doing that. And then also on the weekends, I was working at a bird shop. Um, I would get food for free by working there and discounts on toys and other things. And I just loved it. I'm a bird nerd, as if you will, as you guys know. I have two cockatoos. I got them from that store. When, well, one when he was a baby and the other one, she was a year old. Uh, she was a rescue. And uh, yeah, so I just like, those people are like my family. And I, I pretty much know all the customers and love them. And I was doing that as well. So I was working four jobs and I was great. You know, I had a car payment, my new Jeep. Like I was loving life. I, you know, played video games, cooked whatever I want, ate whatever I wanted. I stayed healthy because like I, I can literally eat the same thing every single day and be totally fine with it. Now that I'm in a relationship, I kind of, it's just, I do the cooking and I make the grocery list and, and the meal prep and all that. And then we go to the grocery store together and he just like eats what I make and does the dishes sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so like, I always feel like he gets bored, you know, so I have to change up the recipes, do this and that. He doesn't always want healthy. It's just so nice living alone sometimes. And, uh, you know, having that vibe by yourself. I would remember on Friday nights, like I would work at the bird shop sometimes on Fridays when I wouldn't host. And I had my favorite sushi place I would go to. And it was not good sushi. Let me tell you, I, I can't believe I did get food poisoning from it. It was very cheap, but I like <laughs> got the same order every Friday night when I would do this. I would go there and get my sushi, go home, eat, let my birds out, play like Xbox. Like it was just, oh man, it was so fun. Those were the days. Now I'm in a damn relationship. feel like I'm a kept woman. I'm a ball on a chain. What the hell has happened to me? But basically where I was going with all of this was I don't think I could afford to live alone again. I really don't. Back then I could barely make it. I mean, I was comfortable, but I worked four jobs. You know, now I've gotten complacent, but I've gotten a lot better lately. Let me say that. But uh, basically, like, I live in a pretty cushy place right now. The boyfriend and I just moved into a three-story townhome. That sounds so extra, but it is 
absolutely beautiful. Uh, the last apartment we lived in was just absolute crap. It, uh, it was a really nice apartment. Don't get me wrong, but oh my God. Okay, so underneath us, these two frat boys lived. And the insulation in this place, I guess that's the right word, was absolute garbage. You could like, you could hear everything. We could hear them having conversations, yelling at their dog, which was named Luna, because you could hear it. Luna, shut the hell up. Luna, no, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am was their thing. Oh, I hated it. A poor dog. And uh, <laughs> and they like got a, ba- like a bass guitar and an amp, and you could hear everything they were playing. Like it was a lot of freaking, uh, what's that band? I won't do what you told me. You know what I'm talking about. Also, uh, Seven Nation Army was their go-to. You could just hear all their bass. It was all this country music, and the bass was just, like, vibrating our floor, our furniture, at all hours of the night. Oh, my God. It was just miserable. We signed a 15-month lease there. The first week was bliss. It was great. Nobody lived underneath us. Then those idiots moved in. Well, their parents moved them in. Oh, God. They were probably so happy to get them out of their house. I know I would have been. Anyway, so for... 14 months and three weeks. (laughs) Oh God, it was miserable. We would stomp on the floor. They'd yell, get a new apartment. You know, like it was, it was chaos. We complained so many times. I even went to a lawyer. I say that I went to the friend of the show's lawyer that I work on. Um, and he, uh, was basically like, there's nothing you can do. Um, so anyway, that was fun. So, and, uh, cherry on top there, we, my boyfriend and I both had motorcycles uh, out in the garage. They were chained up to a pole. They, you know, steering wheel lock, uh, had a cover over both of them and a, a lock on the um, tire that was chained to a pole next to them. So first, my cover got stolen, my motorcycle cover. Um, that really pissed me off because this was a very expensive motorcycle cover that somebody gave me because they weren't using it. I was very thankful for it. And it had a lock on it, like an alarm that I could have chained to the tire, but it was a lot of work, right? And if I wanted to go ride, I had to do all this stuff. I'm like, I'll just keep the cover over it. It should be fine. Somebody stole the effing cover. Like, who does that? Nobody tried to eat my bike, but they stole my motorcycle bike cover. Like, I feel like that would be somebody that rides a motorcycle. And that's like a dick move. It's kind of like a community with bikers. Like, so I wouldn't think somebody would do that, but God, you just never know. And then in October... Um, of 2022. Uh, it was my boyfriend's birthday. We went out to breakfast. It was yummy. And then we were coming back. We were going to go on a nice ride together on our motorcycles. And I went to try to start mine. Couldn't get the key in it because some asshole tried to steal it. And that's what's so funny. People are like, your bike got stolen? No, they tried to steal it. And people are like, oh, that's not a big deal. No, they tried to steal it. What they do is put something in the ignition and try to like drill it out basically. And then that's how they take off with it. So they couldn't steal it. They like were a shitty thief, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they didn't know what they were doing. I'm not sure. But basically, they just effed up my entire ignition. So there was stuff all down in it. I couldn't get the key in it at all. Like It was completely not rideable. And the worst part was they did this when the steering wheel was locked. So I couldn't even like roll it anywhere. It was just locked to the left. So I could just roll it in a circle, basically. And uh, my boyfriend's was the same. He went to his bike and tried to start it. Same thing. Oh my God. It was just so awful. So my bike was like basically brand new. I had like 200 miles on it. Oh, luckily we both had insurance. Um, I got mine fixed. It was in the shop for a few months. Uh, boyfriend's is, I think he just finally finished his, he did his by himself, of course, overachiever and his, uh, premium or what is it? The thing you put down for insurance. I just went totally blank. Whatever was uh, way more expensive than mine. But either way, we were like, we need to get a garage. And that's why we were looking everywhere. And we found these three-story townhomes. So the bottom floor is a garage and a bunch of closets. Um, 
and a little like porch outside, a nice sitting area. It's so beautiful. And the middle part is like a big, like triple sided fireplace, a living room, a plant room. We call it the plant room because that's just where we keep all of our plants. And uh, birds are there, the big kitchen. And then upstairs is two bedrooms and two bathrooms. Like it's just, it's so heavenly. And basically, like I can barely afford this now, even splitting the rent with the boyfriend. Um, I just don't. I don't think I could live. I don't think I could afford to live anywhere by myself. I really, really don't. Which is so sad to say. Like I would probably have to get like an efficiency with my birds or something. Like it would not be cute. But it could be done maybe. Or I'd probably have to get a roommate. Anyway, all this to say, I need some extra money. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I got some side gigs. Let's start off with, you know, let's leave OnlyFans for the cherry on top, shall we? Let's go my other second gig I've been doing as of just the last few weeks, and that is DoorDash. I downloaded DoorDash and Uber Eats, and I was like, let's try this. Um, I will say I've only done Uber Eats once. Uh, people say you make more money on DoorDash, uh, so that's why I'm doing that. And I did not have a great like luck with um, with Uber Eats. I would drive really far away. I didn't make much money. I only did it one day for like two hours, and I was not a fan. Um, I could try it again, but let's stick with DoorDash because that is what your girl has been doing. Um, so far I've been averaging, I don't do it that often. I only do like an hour or two at a time and a couple days a week. Um, I'm averaging about 25 to $35 an hour, which is not bad. Now keep in mind, I do drive a Jeep Wrangler on 37 (laughs) tires. And, um, I literally right now I'm getting 11.1 miles to the gallon, uh, or miles per gallon. Uh, so it's not great. And uh, let me just share with you some of the uh, the tips that I've learned in the last few weeks. People say don't take on any job where you don't get like at least $2 per mile that you drive. And they usually say don't do anything under $10. Now, I was doing some like 2 and $3 McDonald's orders. I'm not joking. I found out from that that the 250 is apparently the lowest you can get. That would be DoorDash's pay. And so if apparently if you get that, then that means they are not tipping you. So I've taken a lot of like non-tipping ones um, because I'm still learning and didn't really know what I was doing. Uh, And I will just say like the people that don't tip are the neediest, like most like awful people to deal with. It's like the biggest tippers leave you alone and they're like, here's all my money. I hope my food gets here. Thank you. You're the best. But then the people that don't tip at all, they're like, I want it here. I want you to spin around three times, drop it on my door, wink at me, do a dance. Like what? It's crazy. And uh, literally like they'll call you and be like, deliver here, do this, do that, do this. And oh my God, it's just absolutely insane. And it just, it's such a slap in the face that they order this stuff and want you to do all this stuff perfect. And then they don't tip at all. Now I've talked to some people that are like, well, what if they absolutely can't afford to tip at all? If you absolutely can't afford to tip $1 even, then why are you ordering DoorDash? Like they literally charge you so much extra to come like pick it up or to deliver all the fees, everything. It'll charge you at least $10 extra. Then you could like drive down the street a few minutes and save all that money. Like if you can't tip a dollar, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, Apparently, though, I've found out from Dashers lately that uh, um, people, if they don't tip, like they'll either eat their food and not deliver to them again or a big one I found out about, which is crazy. If they go to a place and deliver and the person doesn't tip, they mark that location as an unsafe delivery area so that like it gets like taken off the map or like less deliveries go there. You don't get deliveries there again. Like, isn't that some S? That's crazy. 
At the same time, people suck too. There's a huge um, phenomenon going on right now of people stealing food. Like, if you, I've seen this too as a DoorDasher now, and I'm just, it shocks me almost. Like, 90% of places I've gone to, like Mendocino Farms, if you guys have that in your area, um, Panera Bread is a big one, Chipotle, oh my God, um, Witch Witch, all these places have their stuff just sitting out on a shelf with like alphabetical order and their name on it and you just come pick it up and go. I've been to all these places and I even try to show them the name and they're like, no, you're good. Like, what? <laughs> and now it's starting here that people are starting to steal food. Apparently in a, a, a city near here, uh, there was a guy that stole like seven things one day, like goes to restaurants, just picks up the bag and leaves. I mean, what a great way to get food for free if you're a piece of shit and don't want to pay for it. But they don't check at all. Um, it's totally insane. Um, I talked to a friend who recently told me he went to visit Houston, Texas, and there, you know, everywhere he went and Starbucks too, like if you pick up an order, like you have to show them the name on it and you have to actually show them your license, like some identification that you're there, you're dashing, you're there to pick up, like have a bag, like whatever. And honestly, I think that's smart because people are stealing so much stuff. I actually think I had somebody steal one from uh, from that I was supposed to deliver the other day. I went to uh, Panda Express. This is so fun. DoorDash talk. Cute. Uh, it was an $8.50 order, which was great because it was only like a two-mile away delivery. I was going to make some, some good money from that one. And Panda Express is so delicious. I just love smelling all the smells. So I went into Panda. I was like, hey, I'm here to pick up this order because it wasn't out on the shelf, which there was a shelf. And they said, oh, the guy that was here before, he picked up his order. And then he said uh, he had the name for that one, too. Like, he said that exact name. And I was like, that should not be the case. They never do double orders in DoorDash. They don't. So I'm guessing that he just took the other order, saying that he had both of them and they didn't check it. And so that was it. And there was nothing I could do about it. I went to try to, like, cancel my delivery or say I could not complete it. And there was not even an option that another dasher took it. So, like, that just shows right there that that's not even a thing. That this guy just took the food. And so what did I do? I had to give up the order. The options of giving it up were emergency, car accident, bathroom break. Like, all these things that it was not. So I had to say other and just be like, somebody took the order and I didn't get the money for it. So it just really sucked. Um, so that's some of the stuff to deal with. Uh, last Friday, I had a real bad day. And this is before I learned the make sure it's at least getting $2 per mile. Uh, I clicked one order. It was a $10 order. So I got excited because I don't get a lot of those. And uh, I accepted. And then I had to drive so far. It was like 10 miles. But it was like the longest 10 miles ever. Texas is huge and stretched out. And my God, I went there. I came all the way back. I was like, that sucks. <laughs> and then I picked up another one that was like a $4 order. And I went to deliver to this mother effer's house. And I say house lightly. I mean effing mansion, you guys. I went to this. It was like a housing edition of freaking mansions. And I freaking walked up the driveway. I swear to God, it took like five minutes to get there. It was this big winding driveway. I'm surprised I didn't have like a freaking moat and alligators and like nights and shit. Like it was huge. This house was massive. This guy was ordering Einstein bagels and coffee at 2 p.m. Don't ring the doorbell. Don't do this. I go up there, drop it off, deliver it. The guy did not tip me anything but a dollar. It was a dollar tip. So I got three fifty from DoorDash and one dollar, one dollar from Mansion Man. Like that's crazy to me. And I always had this idea in my head that if I hung around like the rich areas, I'd get like the biggest tips. But apparently that's not the case. 
a lot of people say that those are the worst tippers. And I'm like, I guess you have to have your mansion somehow. <laughs> Save all your money, all your pennies and stuff. Oh, man. It's kind of crazy. Um, you definitely see a lot of crazy stereotypes here. That was the worst day for me, too. And then the last delivery I did was once again, I think it was like 12 miles away, and I didn't realize that at first. And I dropped it off, and my gas light came on. <laughs> it's like 88 degrees outside. Um, I got to the point where, you know how like your gas, like if you click on it, it'll tell you like how many miles you have left. Well, mine said low fuel. It was at the low fuel point. It was past telling me how much I was so low. It just has the low fuel. So I'm panicking. I don't know where the nearest gas station is. I'm burning up, but I don't want to turn my air on because I don't want to run out of gas. So my freaking windows are down. I'm dripping sweat. I've made hardly any money and worked my ass off for three hours. I think I worked three hours and made $24 that day. So there are definitely days like that. And I was just like, and oh, the cherry on top kicker here. I finally made it to the gas station and I filled up my tank and it was $47. And I cried. <laughs> I fucking cried, man. I was like, why? You know, I, there's benefits to DoorDash and Uber Eats and all this. The fact is like, especially working in the industry I work in, I like having my free time. You know, if they're, I get up at 3.30 in the morning for my, my main job on radio. So there's days you go home and you just want to crash and you need to nap. And, and you know, I want to have that time to rest if I need to. In the meantime, I'm doing a podcast and I'm doing OnlyFans, which we'll get here in a second. And, you know, other things that I'm working on. So I want to have the free time for, you know, being creative. The weather is getting nicer. I want to have free time to ride my motorcycle. Like, I don't want to be tied down to like a full-on second job. Which last year I did. Last year I got a second job at REI. I loved it. I loved the people <laughs> and the whole atmosphere um, and my coworkers. I didn't really love the job. It was retail and I was not good at it. I swear to God, they're like, you could never learn all of it. Especially there, like, which shoes are waterproof? Which shoes aren't? Or people come in, hey, I'm fixing to go to Antarctica for two weeks. What do I wear? Like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, I, <laughs> I can't afford to go to Antarctica. It's like negative 100 degrees there. Like, ask someone else. That's a great idea. But anyway, it was like that. And that was just the shoes. It was, oh, God, it was it was hard. I would, like, find myself hiding. I was very good at, like, facing the clothes, you know, hanging things back up on hangers, making sure they all face the same way. Like, that was my jam. If I could just do that and, like, talk to people about cool trips they took and not help them, I would have been great. Um, so yeah, it's just the nice thing about these delivery jobs is that you can pick your own hours. So I could literally, you can schedule it even. I could right now go on and be like, I'm going to dash tomorrow from 12 to two. And I could put it in, schedule it so I could get out there and go, even if it wasn't busy, um, which is pretty cool. And if you're out dashing, you don't feel like doing it anymore. You get tired or you have to pee and you're like, F this, you can literally end it at any time. If you don't feel like doing it, you don't have to call in sick or <laughs> fake anything. You don't have to, like, make sure somebody covers your shift. Like, these are all the definite positives about um, DoorDash. So, um, yeah. So, there's that. Now, let's get to what you guys all want to hear about, and that is OnlyFans. All right. So, it is uh, it is May, right? May of 2023. So, I guess it's been a full year now. I Last year, it was in May, at the end of May, I believe, I started my OnlyFans. Um, I was very clear about it, as in, you can do anything on OnlyFans. Let's, let's get that straight. OnlyFans has a bad rap, I guess you could say. Anytime somebody says, I'm on OnlyFans, you immediately think, porn star, <laughs> sex worker, nudes, like whatever. 
It's not all that. Now, I will say a majority of it is definitely that. It can all be that. But there are people there that like sell legal advice on there, do dog training, do workout stuff, um, you know, mixology, cocktail making, recipes, food. You can do anything on there. If you have a good following or, or whatever, you never know what's going to like float somebody's boat. Uh, <laughs> so there, there is everything on there. So, you know, I, uh, I was very clear and upfront about my OnlyFans that I am not doing nudity. I'm not. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't think I would ever do it unless I was in like a movie or something. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I should. I mean, I've sent out enough nude pictures in my days. I always have that feeling that like, I feel like I'm like, I don't know. If I ever get like famous, famous, I feel like the nudes are going to come out like so fast. I feel like the guy, the caliber of guys I sent the nude photos to, will 100% like be the kind of guys that would contact TMZ and be like, yo dog, I got nudies of this bitch. And, um, I guess I wouldn't blame them. I don't know. But, uh, (laughs) but yeah, so I've sent out a lot. I I do find myself like less nowadays, but before when I first got into radio and stuff, I would every once in a while, like Google myself just to see if any nude photos were out there. (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. I can, you know, say the thing every other celebrity says, like, at least they look good because I took them and I know they're good. Um, but still, it just, you know, it would feel like a total violation of your privacy because it is basically. Um, so, yeah, I would never want nudes out there. I was very clear on my OnlyFans, no nudity. Like, there will be risque stuff. I said I was going to do funny stuff, weird stuff, and foot stuff. There are so many people on there that buy foot content from people. It is crazy. And this, I don't mean crazy as in like I'm kink shaming anybody, but the fact that you can, that's just such easy money to me. I'm like, look at my feet all day, you know, jerk off to them, lick them, whatever you want to do. Like I will post all your foot content and you can pay me for it. That would be wonderful to me. So, um, great. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Uh, I started off mostly foot stuff. Um, and then I got really comfortable quickly doing, uh, you know, sexy selfies and, uh, basically just, I don't know, outfit pictures, some dancing, just, just light stuff. Um, you know, basically like all the thirst trappy stuff I used to post on my Snapchat (laughs) before I had a boyfriend. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the stuff I would do. I will say when I first signed up, uh, my, my subscription is the same as it used to be $9.99 a month. Easy peasy. You can do a recurring subscription or just a one-time thing. When I first did it, I had so many signups. It was amazing. I was making so much money. I think I was making like, I think I started off like at six or $700 a week for a good couple months. And then it went to $400, um, a week for a long time. Um, uh, when I went, <laughs> when I went on Bear Grylls, I, I think I might've told this on the last episode. I'm not sure if I'm repeating myself. Well, I would say stop me, but you can't cause I'm doing a podcast. So basically like they found my only fans and they were like, Oh, we're worried. And I was like, no, there's nothing bad on there. And so they subscribed. I'm pretty sure I did tell you guys this and they saw everything that was on there. I will say I deleted a couple things I'd posted that wasn't awful, but it was kind of like, mm, you know, uh, there was a picture of me with a, a porn star and I was holding her boobs. So there was like full nudity there and some butt shots, <laughs> some butt shots. Uh, so I deleted those just to be safe. And I was like, you know, I'm going to chill here until this Bear girl show airs. And uh, and then I can go back to a little bit riskier stuff. So my money slowed down a lot. 
Um, I was starting to get anywhere from like, it went down to like, you know, 200 a week to like 100 a week. And now like, it's definitely like gotten to like 60 to $80 a week, which is very unfortunate because it was nice money I was making before. But now, like I said, the Bear girl stuff is starting to air. Things are clearing up. I can go back to like, I don't know, making a little bit more risque content. That and I will say like, I gained so much weight and I, uh, you know, felt like a kept woman, like, you know, my boyfriend and I's sex life slowed down. I was literally going home every day, like I said, and sleeping and not doing anything. I would just go home, like eat, watch TV for an hour or two, take a like two to three hour nap, get up, watch more TV, eat dinner, go back to bed. That was every single day, just sitting there depressed and gaining weight and just feeling bleh. But I've been working my ass off. I've lost so much weight. I feel great. I've been doing the gym more. I'm doing second jobs now and making more money and doing the podcast. My creative side is flowing. I'm going to take a dance class next week. I'll tell you guys about that. Woo! Um, So, yeah, it's exciting. So, I I feel myself now. I'm feeling, like, sexy and attractive again. And and making this content is, like, fun. It's fun for me. Uh, So, (laughs) the other day, I, uh, I put out a screenshot on my Instagram stories at Sarah B. Morgan if you'd like to follow. Fala, 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 and hala, hala, hala. And anyway, <laughs> I put a picture of myself, censored the boobage, uh, all the cleavage, and just put OnlyFans, subscribe, and an arrow. And I posted that. I think that day I had, within like six hours or something, had like 55 signups. At nine ninety nine. like... I mean, like by the next morning I looked and I was already at like $600 and I'm like, hell yes, hell yes. Cause I could use the money. I am telling you. Um, <laughs> so I'm so excited about that. Uh, I have so many ideas of new things to post involving like popsicles and food. I want to keep my content like goofy and funny. Um, here's some insight for you guys. I did for a little bit there, make a list of things I would do for money. And I wanted to keep it like, I didn't mind doing some dirty things, but it took a turn to where it seemed like too dirty. And I kind of felt like a prostitute, (laughs) which in a way, I guess you kind of are. You're not like having sex, but you're doing stuff. It's considered, I guess, sex working. Um, And I'll tell you about a couple of the things. One guy, um, no hate to him. He was very sweet, but he, I had an Amazon Amazon wish list and he was like, okay, if you can make me this video... I'll buy you stuff off your Amazon wish list. I said, great. He wanted, he's like a sissy boy, I guess that's what they call him. He wanted me to degrade him. He wanted to send me pictures of him dressed up like a woman and have me degrade him and like do it in like a very girly, sexy voice of like a, you think you can look like me? Like, you know, just like that kind of thing. And just like talk about how awful he looks, how gross and ugly he is and how pathetic he is, like and degrade him. Now, if you know me... (laughs) That is not easy for me. I am not a mean person. Even if I'm getting fucked over or like spat on or like kicked down, I, you know, it has to be so much before I even go back at you. I'm such a nice person. Like I'll go to a drive-thru and my order's wrong and I'm like, thank you. Here's even a bigger tip. Like I, it's bad. It's kind of a sick thing like that I'm so like much of a pushover but I'm so nice I hate conflict I don't like confrontation I never want anybody to feel like they've done something wrong or messed up like I just like making people feel really good and again I know that's not a good thing that's a problem 
to a point, I guess. But basically, like, me being mean to someone is so difficult. And he's paying me to try to be mean to him. Like, I don't want to be mean. I thought he looked great in his pictures. <laughs> like, good for you, girl. Like, I love it. Live your best life. But finally, I did it. And uh, and he said it was great. And he loved it. And then he never sent me anything <laughs> from my Amazon wish list. And I'm like, I don't know if he forgot or he's just, like, scamming me. And, and I never said anything because, again, I'm too nice. Damn it. So I did a video for nothing. And it, like, killed me to do that. Um, a couple of guys sent me dick pics, and I rated them. I did a video rating, um, which was weird because guys send me a lot of dick pics. I mean, I've always gotten those. I used to save them and say I was going to create a coffee table book out of unsolicited dick pics, which I still think is a very funny idea, but I don't even know how about, you know, getting that started. If you do, hit me up. I still have a ton of them. Uh, but to be able to have the power to be like, send me your pick with money and then I will rate it for you is cool. But again, I also felt bad. Like, do you want honesty or do you want, <laughs> do you want me to make you feel good? Like, uh, it was just, it was strange. It was so strange. And I, I don't know. I, and I see videos of other girls that do that too. Like, oh, it's big. It's nice. That's a really nice one. Like, it just seems like I'm scamming you. Like you're really paying me money to like have me rate this. That just seems stupid and a waste of money for you. But again, I can't think that. That's why I'm not good at this job. That's why I would never be good at sex work. I don't have the like backbone for it. I really, really don't. Um, that or I would need like a manager. But then at that point it would be like a pimp and it would just get out of control. This is a weird conversation we're having now, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, OnlyFans. Uh, it's exciting. I'm continuing. Like I said, it's going to be really fun. I have a lot of great ideas going to get another pedicure this week. That's another thing I used to do. I would be like, hey, I'm going to get a pedicure. Um, you know, tip me with, you know, tip me and, and comment the color that you would like to see me get. And the highest tipper at the end of the next two days, I'll get them that color. So basically that would completely pay for my pedicure plus more. You know, it was awesome. Uh, maybe I'll do that um, before I get my pedicure this time. So it's really fun um, to do. Uh, you know, it sucks if your family hears you're doing an OnlyFans or something. They're like, oh, like everybody always instantly thinks like you're like getting on there and spreading your legs and bending over, showing your butthole. You know, it's not the case. And if it is and you're doing that, good for you. Make your money. Do your thing. Life is short. Whatever. Um, I'll tell you to the main reason I'm doing this stuff, too, because like credit card debt sucks, y'all, as I'm sure most of you know. I will say I never had a credit card until like the last two years. Um, it was like right after COVID, I believe it was like maybe 2020, 2021, my uncle passed away. So my brother and I flew to Clemson, South Carolina, which is where my dad's side of the family is from. Uh, go Tigers. Am I right? We were in the airport and we were buying drinks and my brother had a Capital One Venture card. And he was showing me how it was made of metal and he told me about all the rewards you can earn. You can get global entry and like all these miles. And I'm like, that's so rad. I want that. And he's like, well, you have to have a credit score of this or this. I mean, I had a pretty decent credit score, but I had no credit built up at all. I'd never had a credit card in my life. So this started me on my journey of I want good credit. I want credit cards for travel. So basically I got that. I worked my way up to where I actually got the venture. It was exciting. But I will say I went from no credit cards to having four now. And like out of the four, um, two are completely maxed out. One is like halfway there. And this is a lot of money, you guys. So now I will say I have enough miles and points to travel the world and back. First class, stay at any hotels I want. I am like freaking rich in points and miles. 
but I am completely like maxed out in debt. Like it sucks. So, and as you guys all know, like I'm new to this. The the thing that sucks is like spending the money to get there because you know it'd be like, oh, spend three thousand dollars in three months and get a hundred thousand miles. I'm like, I'm there. And then now I haven't paid it all back. So it's like now you're paying off this debt that's not fun at all. Like you're paying off shit that you had fun with buying like six months ago or something. It sucks. And my mom, of course, every time we talk about it, I warned you. Yes, mother. I know. God, I feel like that's mom's favorite thing. Just to constantly remind you that they warned you and they were right. So there you go. Credit card debt. Got it? Try door dashing. Try Uber Eats. Try OnlyFans. There you go. And if you would like to support my OnlyFans or see what's going on on there, I have a lot of ladies on there too. It's pretty awesome. You can subscribe once just to see what it's all about, what it looks like, and you don't have to do it again. It's only $9.99 a month. Not bad. Helps me a lot. Uh, OnlyFans.com forward slash Sarah B. Morgan. If you live in the DFW area, order some food on DoorDash. (laughs) Your girl might deliver it for you. Uh, I am actually here doing a podcast right now because my DoorDash uh, was cut short today. Not a lot of orders out. I was only able to dash for like 30 minutes, but I only did two orders, uh, both pick up at the same place, both delivered right beside each other, basically, and made a easy 23 bucks. People tipped good today. So it was nice. It's fun to just be able to turn it on and go and earn some extra cash. So there you go, guys. There is my OnlyFans and DoorDashing, all the extracurricular activities. Super, super fun. Thank you guys for subscribing. If this is your first time listening, hit that follow button on Spotify. That's right. Sarah B Show uh, is super fun. I'm really loving doing this. Thank you guys again for all your support. You guys are freaking rock stars. Um, if you have any subjects you'd like to hear me cover, hit me up at Show at gmail.com. Uh, slide into my DMs on Instagram. I might check them. Probably not, though. Um, I'm going to get a Google number set up real soon. I promise. I promise. I'm going to try to do some Instagram living soon. Um, yeah. Anyway, you can get a hold of me. Let me know you, what you'd like to hear about. I feel like most people would ex- edit those things out. The But I just am lazy and I don't care. And I like you guys to see me with all of my faults. And, uh, and there you go. It's been another episode of the Sarah B Show. And I will catch you guys later. Love you. Mwah.